Stick this in your ear. The number one, the number one internet shock radio network. Shock me, shock me, shock me with that deviant behavior. Renegade, Renegade Talk Radio. with an exclusive from Band.Video. That is the latest Reese report. The banking collapse has begun. Let's go now to this latest from Greg Reese. This week, Tucker Carlson exposed the masses to the January 6th hoax. In the Proud Boys trial, leaked chat logs from FBI Special Agent Nicole Miller revealed that she was ordered by her boss to destroy 338 items of evidence. Once this news broke days ago, the trial was halted. The investigation into Twitter has revealed that moderators were instructed to censor true posts which could fuel hesitancy. Former CDC head Robert Redfield has just testified that the NIH was conducting gain-of-function research at the Wuhan lab in China. Politically, the tide is turning, and people all over the world are now rejecting the New World Order. The Central Bank of Nigeria launched their CBDC a little over a year ago, but the people rejected it. So early this year, the Nigerian banks emptied the ATM machines and closed their doors. This resulted in angry protests. The people attacked ATMs and blocked roads in multiple cities. The Bank of Lebanon has crashed. The Lebanese pound has fallen to an all-time low of 80,000 against the U.S. dollar. The people have taken to the streets. Banks have been set on fire. The rise in Fed rates has officially killed America's biggest lender, Silicon Valley Bank. The FDIC shutters Silicon Valley Bank. $152 billion of uninsured deposits are destroyed. The rise in Fed rates also killed Silvergate Capital. Several regional bank stocks have plummeted as a result of the Silicon Valley Bank and the Federal Reserve's rate hikes. The housing market is collapsing as well. The majority of commercial real estate loans are lent by small banks. Massive short bets are now happening in the commercial real estate market. The Federal Reserve Bank is taking down the housing market along with all regional banks, leaving only its vassals who will be distributing CBDCs as a solution. The financial experts are now recommending that people have food, gold and silver, and cash in their possession. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. 
you go. That's the latest from Greg Reese. And, of course, we'll get into all of the topics that he mentioned there, the continuing trouble over the banks, as well as the newest revelations from the CDC, as well as just, I mean, the, the gain-of-function research that went on with Dr. Fauci, as laid out by RFK Jr. We've got excess deaths across the entire world, and a few countries are actually investigating it and sharing their findings. Spoiler alert, it's the vaccine. The vaccine was a depopulation program, and we'll get into that as well. It is pretty horrifying. January 6th stuff to get to in addition to all of that and so much more. We'll come back on the other side with your daily dispatch reminder that we are brought to you entirely by InfoWarsStore.com. Go to InfoWarsStore.com today to keep us on the air. It's the only way that it's the only way they can take us out. It's the only way that they can stop us. They can't stop us. You can stop us by not going to InfoWarsStore. We'll be right back with your daily dispatch. It's Tuesday, March 14th, the year of our Lord, 2023. And you're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. I think it's time to blow this thing. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. This is The American Journal coming to you live from the InfoWars studios. It is Tuesday, the 14th of March. It's Pi Day. It's pie day, everyone. Everyone eat some pie today. <laughs> 314, get it? <clears throat> All right, that's enough jokes. Time to get down to business. Uh, lots and lots and lots of videos to show you today. We'll be taking your phone calls throughout the show as well and trying to look forward into the future, seeing some very troubling signs coming out of just about every source of signals. I think, I think, uh, I think we might be headed towards world war. In a very real sense, against China and Russia, everything I'm seeing points to that, and we'll discuss throughout the show today, and of course, take your phone calls. So let's not waste any more time. Get right into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for Tuesday, March 14th, 2023. Explosion of sea lion deaths in Peru amid deadly bird flu outbreak. Personnel from the National Forest and Wild Fauna Service checks uh, sea lion. Thousands of sea lions have died in Peru amid an outbreak of bird flu, according to Peru's National Services of Protected Areas by the state. Avian flu, known as H5N1, is spread across multiple species in the countries. An initial outbreak among birds was first reported in late November 2020 to uh, November 2022 along the Peruvian coast. CERNAP which is the uh, that protected area by the state service, has now reported at least 63,000 dead birds due to the virus as well as a rising number of deaths in other species. Now, we've reported on this since it first reared its ugly head. It could be very different than coronavirus as this particular strain of bird flu has upwards of 50 or even 60% rate of death for those infected. And, of course, this very strain of bird flu was a part of a gain-of-function research program that was working to make it able to infect mammals. We'll report on that a little bit more later in the show. But, yeah, 
they're probably going to do it again. They're probably going to do it again. Maybe they're just waiting until they get the pandemic treaty signed to release this particular pandemic. But they're going to do it again. Meanwhile, shocking study out of Australia shows up to a 26-fold increase in excess mortality in 2021 and 2022, consistent with American insurance company findings. A preprint study published in February 2023 by Dr. Wilson Tsai shows an incredible analysis of excess mortality data in Australia. Based on his research and analysis of the data, Dr. Tsai concluded that there was an excess death rate in 2021 that is seven-fold higher than 2020 and 14-fold higher than in 2022. The 2022 data was only available up to September 2022. Dr. Tsai predicts that in the final months of 2022, it could amount to a 19-fold increase overall for that year. Yes, you heard that right. Seven-fold and potentially 19-fold increase in excess mortality in 2021 and 2022, respectively, over 2020. 2020, of course, being the year of the pandemic prior to the introduction of vaccines. Again, we'll also return to this story a little bit later, and we'll show you a video of one of the announcements of that uh, Japan has made, the government of Japan. If you remember back in January, Japan announced that they would be investigating the excess deaths, the reports of excess deaths, and hopefully coming to some sort of conclusion as to what's causing it. Well, they're starting to announce those initial findings. And spoiler alert, it's the vaccine. It's a depopulation program, and it's uh, killing hundreds of thousands, if not millions of people across the globe. But this is just the beginning, as it is a soft kill weapon. And the cancers and various uh, you know, immune system uh, compromising viruses that it will cause will lead to higher excess deaths across the world for the foreseeable future. Again, we'll show you that video later in the show. Meanwhile, from the Gateway Pundit, an important free speech case begins today. Pro-Trumper Doug Mackey faces 10 years in prison over a satirical tweet. Back in January of 2021, the Gateway Pundit reported on pro-Trump meme maker Ricky Vaughn, who we now know to be Doug Mackey, being indicted just days after Joe Biden took over the White House. Mackey was an anonymous Twitter user who regularly posted political memes, poking fun at or calling out then-presidential candidate Hillary Clinton. Today marks the beginning of his trial over a century-old law that has never been applied to free speech. In the run-up to the 2016 election, Mackey posted a satirical meme telling Clinton voters that they could vote for Clinton by texting Hillary to a certain phone number. This is absurd to think it could be taken seriously, considering there's never been a discussion about voting by phone in the, 2020, six, or the 2016 election run-up. And using whatever vice one would, could, uh, would view Mackey's tweet through could easily be used to affirm that there's no such thing as vote by phone. But an overzealous DOJ took up the case five years later in 2021, days after Biden occupied the White House. And now Mackey is facing up to 10 years in prison, the original tweet as it was posted. Oh, well, no, no, here it is. Now, now we have to go to jail. Now the Gateway Pundit has to go to jail. We're posting the meme. We're doing the illegal speech. Avoid the line, vote from home, text Hillary to 59925. Ten years in prison for posting this meme with hashtag I'm with her, hashtag go Hillary, even though his profile picture is a dude in a MAGA hat. And I'm sure anybody could go. I mean, is this type of thing like, when you get sued, you have to show damages. Like, did anybody fall for this? Do they have witnesses that actually thought they voted by phone and were not able to vote for Hillary Clinton? Of course not. 
Of course not. It was a joke. Everybody knew it was a joke. Nobody thought it was real. But the DOJ is trying to send a man to prison for 10 years for posting a meme on the internet. Mackey at the time in 2016 had more influence on Twitter, apparently, than CNN, NBC, and the Colbert Report, according to a Substack article by Paulos. This deduction by Paulos likely came from a criminal complaint in which the Eastern District of New York cited an MIT Media Lab report that ranked Mackey's account as the 107th most important influencer of the then-upcoming election, ranking it higher than widely known outlets and individuals such as NBC News, Stephen Colbert, and Newt Gingrich. The report also states that Mackey had just over 58,000 followers at the time. So that's like nothing. That's like not even that big of a account, honestly, 58,000. That's like a mid-range account. But obviously, memes are what swayed the 2016 election. Uh, unironically, they really did. So meme warfare, 10 years in prison for a silly meme, the destruction of our constitutional republic in real time continues at a pace. Meanwhile, j- just like just like always, I was complaining about it yesterday. It's like we got all of this crap to deal with, and we have a lot of you know good things going on as well. I like the uh, Greg Reese report there where it's like truth about January 6th coming out, truth about the vaccine is coming out, truth about the lab leak of COVID is coming out, and time to put all that to the side because now the banks are collapsing and we have to deal with that for the moment just another example of that biden executive order will increase background checks to buy guns president biden is expected to sign an executive order on tuesday aiming to increase the number of background checks to buy guns promote better and more secure firearms uh, storage and ensure u.s law enforcement agencies are getting the most out of a bipartisan gun control law enacted last summer yes just when you thought it was it was safe to you know ignore this particular topic Suddenly, they're passing executive orders about gun control as they increasingly square off against the American people and our constitutionally guaranteed rights. Finally, we have this. China's Xi to hold talks with Zelensky after meeting Putin. The closely watched and controversial plans of President uh, Chinese President Xi Jinping to visit President Vladimir Putin in Russia is taking shape quickly, with Russia, with Reuters reporting Monday will happen next week, citing unnamed sources. If accurate, this will be a much earlier timetable than previously expected following a December 30th video call between Putin and Xi, wherein the invitation to fight Moscow was initially made. According to the Moscow Times, Xi, who secured an unprecedented third term in office last week, had been expected to travel to Moscow in April or early May. They're both keeping mum on the topic of their meeting. But it'll likely happen soon. And it'll be like it'll be like when uh, Hitler met with Stalin. What happened after that? There is a war for the future happening right now. There is a war that will control my destiny, your destiny, our children's destinies. And that war is something that we can win. But it takes dedication. It takes commitment. That's why I ask listeners respectfully to go to InfoWarsStore.com and buy great products that will enrich and empower your life while keeping us on air at the very same time. 
infowarstore.com to get a signed or unsigned copy of my book, The Great Reset and the War for the World. Ultimate Bone Broth, back in stock. Nitric Boost, uh, the amazing CBD oil we have that's the highest quality you're going to find anywhere at more than half off. It's all available at InfoWarsStore.com, some of the very best products. And a lot of you have never shopped at InfoWarsStore. You've been watching for years, you've been listening for years, but you've never taken the step to go to InfoWarsStore. These are great products that really work and are amazing. Plus, they keep us on air. So again, please take action. Go to InfoWarsStore.com today, and I thank you. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarsStore.com listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are live now. Our apologies for that uh, brief intermission, that uh, rebroadcast. You might be confused. Why was scruffy hair clean face Harrison suddenly replaced by nice hair scruffy face Harrison? Because I have no consistency in my appearance and it's whatever I feel like that particular day. No, we had a major malfunction behind the scenes, uh, not to anyone's fault, just a simple matter of technological failure on behalf of the machines that we are at war with, I think you'll know. But uh, thank God for the crew. I mean, you know, it's, how do you put it? It's like... Uh, it's like one of those things where you're not happy that the thing goes down. It's not. It's not good that that things break and the crew has to scramble and you know, run. I mean, literally, or running around the, the whole studio, like putting things together, taking computers apart. But it's almost like it's almost like you you have the you have the best quality firefighters the world has ever seen. You kind of want to see them fight a fire every once in a while. <laughs> so I got to see. I got to sit here nicely while they were scrambling behind the scene and putting their high quality expertise to work setting things right so we are back and operational here on the death star and so uh, thank you so much for staying with us for tuning in and of course for keeping us on air at infowarsstore.com because it takes a it takes a village as they say to keep this operation going so without any further ado let's get right into the stories we have just more than you can possibly imagine to talk about today Trans extremism seems to be the number one topic of the news as of 24 hours ago. And we'll get into like multiple different stories about how this manifests. We're also going to be talking about some international news from China and the Mideast and everywhere else. And we'll be joined in the third hour by the boys from ROTC, Royce and Mersh. Very excited to welcome them in studio. 
I'm sure they're going to be very nice to me and not make fun of me at all. I'm sure it's going to be a very friendly conversation. Maybe we'll take calls with them. I don't know. We'll play it by ear. But without any further ado, let's just get into it. Here it is, your Daily Dispatch. All right, here it is, folks, your Daily Dispatch for, hey, by the way, good Friday. Good Friday to everyone. Friday, April 7th, 2023. Riley Gaines ambushed and physically hit after a saving women's sports speech at San Francisco State. Riley Gaines was barricaded in a room in the third floor of a university building for nearly three hours after the protest began. She's a former NCAA swimmer. She was barricaded in a room at San Francisco State University Thursday night after she was physically assaulted following a speech to students about saving women's sports at a Turning Point USA and Leadership Institute event on the campus. Lewis Barker, Riley's husband, said he had a brief conversation with her while she was barricaded in the room for nearly three hours. Quote, she told me she was hit multiple times by a guy in a dress. I was shaking. It made me that mad. It made me feel sick to feel so helpless about it, Barker said. She was under police protection and was still hit by a man wearing a dress. On Twitter, Gaines shared footage she took showing her being rushed out of the venue by police officers amid an onslaught of verbal attacks from the detractors who surrounded her. The prisoners are running the asylum at SFSU. I was just ambushed and physically hit twice by a man, Gaines wrote in a tweet. And here you see some of that chaotic footage that, of course, we can't show you the audio of. We can't uh, let you listen to it because it is nothing but the hysterical, demonic, curse-filled shrieking of psychopaths. So this is this is like just normal now. And again, we'll get into it, but there may be like five stories like this today. This is just the most prominent where you have a man dressed up like a woman hitting a woman for saying that men don't belong in women's sports because obviously they don't. But Again, just trans terrorism across the board. Who would have thought? Who would have thought trans terrorists? I mean, just that phrase alone just makes you think we need a we need a hit on the old reset button for old planet Earth. Just waiting for that, waiting for that second flood, God. Just you can do it. It's please, 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 just do it. Moving on, Ukraine war, uh, Ukraine war plans leak prompts Pentagon investigation classified war documents detailing secret American and NATO plans for building up the Ukrainian military ahead of a planned offensive against Russian troops were posted this week on social media channels, senior Biden administration officials said. The Pentagon is investigating who might be behind the leak of the documents, which appeared on Twitter and on Telegram, a platform with more than half a billion users that is widely available in Russia. Now, we'll show you those documents. We do have them. We will air them. We will look into them. Apparently what they show are a couple things that I think everybody could, you just already know if you have the supervision, if you're able to, you know, see through the lies and disinformation of the mainstream media, you already have a general feeling about this, but Ukraine's losses are much worse than they say. Russia's losses are not as bad as they say. There may very well be, and it looks like according to these documents, there are special forces American special forces already in operation in Ukraine, and they were planning an offensive against Russia, really driving us full speed ahead towards World War III and total pointless, utter catastrophe. So we'll get more into that later and show you those documents. Meanwhile, Florida activist Rebecca Jones claims Governor DeSantis ordered kidnapping of her son. He was arrested on suspicion of planning a mass shooting. We'll get very much into this, but what you got to know is that Rebecca Jones was the woman who leaked COVID data 
uh, during the COVID pandemic in an attempt to make Ron DeSantis look bad. And she was charged with that and portrayed herself as some sort of, you know, oppressed victim, a freedom fighter of some sort, when really she was just lying using classified information and uh, was really humiliated about it. But I mean, this series of tweets where she starts off saying, my family is not safe. My son has been taken on the governor's orders and I've been uh, and I've had to send my husband and daughter out of the state for their safety. This is the reality of living in DeSantis's Florida. There's no freedom here. Only retaliatory rule by a fascist who wishes to be king. Well, very poetic, but also completely insane, totally unfactual and easily disprovable. Again, we'll get into that a little bit later. Meanwhile, there's another maiden story here that we'll get into uh, quite a bit later. I think I have a different reading than most conservatives about this. Tennessee House votes out two of the three Democrats who stormed at state capitol in anti-gun protest. On Thursday, the Tennessee House voted to remove Representatives uh, Justin Jones, Gloria Johnson, and Justin Pearson in connection to a March 30th protest that led to protesters storming the state capitol. The House successfully expelled Jones and Pearson because they're black. It was a vote on whether to expel uh, the young black men because the old white men are racist and it passed. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that wild? Isn't I mean, that is literally what the media is saying. Could not be less true, but we'll get into that later. Uh Oh, uh oh, we've got we've got some doubled up stories here. We've already read all of these. And here's your final story from your Daily Dispatch. China will launch twelve thousand nine hundred and ninety two satellites into orbit to rival SpaceX. Following the weaponization of space by the U.S. through SpaceX in Ukraine, China has made the decision to rival Elon Musk's company. Amid calls from the Chinese military community to accelerate the creation of a national network, China announced it will launch nearly 13,000 satellites into orbit. U.S. media reported these new satellites will rival Elon Musk's Starlink, which was launched through SpaceX and proved highly capable militarily in the Ukrainian conflict. So, you know, just... It seems now they're literally building an electronic cage around Earth of just tens of thousands of satellites bathing the entire planet in a continuous stream of microwave energy. The future sucks. The future sucks and is awful. Uh, We'll be right back, though. Talk about how we can make it right. Ladies and gentlemen, InfoWars has proven itself the last 28 years to be over the globalist target and having the biggest effect out there against those tyrants. And we fund our operation with viewers and listeners' support while selling you great products at the same time. So I want to thank all the viewers and listeners who have supported us over the years by spreading the word, praying for the broadcast, and buying product. But I really want to encourage those of you that have been on the fence have never actually gone to InfoWarsStore.com to go there and get the great books and films and supplements and survival gear that's there that won't just empower you and enrich your life, but again, will keep this broadcast transmitting. So whether it's Real Red Pill Plus or our super high-quality CBD oil or the 50% off or our great physio magnesium product or whether it's Down and Out, our great sleep bay that's back in stock, it's all there. Our turmeric, 95% humanoid, strongest out there, turmeric 95. It's all available at InfoWarsTore.com and it keeps us on the air. So make the decision to enrich your life and keep us on air, InfoWarsTore.com. Infowars.com is tomorrow's news today. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. 
Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are live on this Good Friday edition of American Journal. Coming to you from the InfoWars studios. You know, I talked yesterday about, well, we showed the video, uh, Greg Reese's latest, talking about mRNA vaccines in food. And uh, honestly, you know, Greg Reese has got to be one of the best content creators that the, the dissident right has ever seen. The way he's able to take a complex or unknown subject and condense it down into a shareable form that you can watch in three to five minutes. I mean, it really is a, a talent that he has. And I think the video that he did yesterday is one of the most important ones for all of those reasons because it's a complicated issue that needs to be explained in a way that can be understood by the masses. It's a unknown issue that's not being reported on by anybody else. And so I asked people to go out and share it well just a couple minutes ago i saw uh, Haley kennington at lady kennington on twitter posted that video she must have downloaded it from band.video uploaded it to twitter says please take the time to watch this and share it with everyone you know vid by at greg reese gregreese.substack.com and twitter has disabled likes comments or retweets on this video so i mean it's you know it's not political necessarily. It's not offensive in any way. It's a video about the science behind injecting mRNA vaccines into livestock as a method of getting spike protein into human beings. And you cannot share it. You cannot like it. You cannot comment on it. In fact, when you click that, What it says on Twitter is, some actions on this tweet have been disabled by Twitter. So Twitter's gotten a lot better under Elon Musk. And I don't know if this is an automated, you know, AI system that tagged this video. But I do know that they don't want you sharing this. They don't want this getting attention. And they're going to make it as difficult as possible to spread this information, which means we need to counteract the machine censorship with human action so if you if you have a twitter go to band.video hit the download button on greg reese's video upload it to twitter yourself apparently you can post it but i cannot retweet comment or like greg reese's newest video on twitter so it's got to be up to you the info warriors to spread this information and i hope that you do that and we really appreciate it when you do but that was just the latest just noticed that during the commercial break here. So we've got a whole stack of uh, trans crime here. One of the stories I didn't get to during the Daily Dispatch is this. Trans male arrested for planning Colorado school shooting had anti-Trump manifesto. A trans-identified male who goes by Lily, though his given name is William Whit- Whitworth, was arrested and charged after police investigation in Colorado Springs revealed the 19-year-old was responsible for threats involving schools in Colorado Springs Academy District 20. You have the attack on Riley Gaines, the NCAA swimmer who doesn't want to have to compete against men who are just naturally more capable of you know, athletic feats like swimming incredibly fast. And we're going to get into this a little bit more later. Because, again, we just have a giant, giant stack of this. Trans people, trans men beating the crap out of women in the boxing ring. 
defeating women on the golf course and in cycling races. Just it's it's like they I mean, it's like they they pulled the plug. I mean, the deluge is coming. And it, it really is head spinning. It's baffling. And so we're going to get to all of that a little bit later. But I actually wanted to start today with a instructive video from friend of the show, Alex Stringer. Usually when we show Alex Stringer videos, it's it's either him confronting the uh, school board or the city council, or maybe he's dressed up like a silly liberal and getting liberals to sign petitions that are total nonsense. Usually a very, very silly guy, very funny stuff that he comes out with, mocking, culture jamming, mocking the left and, and putting it in their face. This is a different video. This is clip number 15. This is a very serious video by Alex Stringer. And I, I want to show it specifically to inspire people to do exactly what he does. Because this is Alex Stringer. He just took a copy of the Restrict Act, the TikTok bill that is the Patriot Act 2.0 and gives the federal government total control over the method of communications across the entire country for any reason they want. And you can see the reaction from the Democratic lawmaker that he's talking about this with. And again, it's just a reminder that, you know, again, we, we always get people saying, what can I do? How do I get involved? This is how you do it. This is exactly, he's, Alex Stringer is lobbying. This is what lobbying is. You can be a lobbyist for your cause. And that's what Alex Stringer is doing. So I just think this was a great example of somebody, a regular dude with no, no, billions of dollars aren't behind him. And, you know, he didn't have to get special permission. He's just a citizen engaged in the political cause. And one guy doing this can have a major difference. 10,000 people doing this can change the course of the nation. So, I want to inspire people with this because I was inspired by it. Clip number 15 here. It's Alex Stringer saying, I spoke with State Representative James Tallarico about the dangers posed by the Restrict Act. Let's watch. How's it going? Good. How are you? Hi. Hi. Uh, my name is Alex Stranger. Hi, Alex. Hi. Nice to meet you. Great to meet you. Yeah. Um, we've been kind of, outside. me and my friend Hiram, we've been going door to door trying to get um, various Democratic representatives to condemn the uh, TikTok bill, better known as the Restrict Act. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with it, but it's a federal law, so there's very little that you can do other than voice your concerns on social media and spread awareness. Um, But it basically gives the president, as well as the secretary of commerce and various intelligence agencies, the unilateral ability to decide what they consider to be threatening content on the Internet. Um, And one of the most egregious things that they can do is they can um, put you in jail for up to 20 years for using a VPN to go on a website that they consider banned. And this also has to do with, like, digital transactions. So, you know, let's say you want to use Bitcoin or a different currency other than dollars that they feel threatened by for whatever arbitrary reason. Um, It it cuts you off from being able to freely transact and and express yourself. And, you know, democracy, it is under attack. Um, And when you sign something like this into law, I know the president has said openly in various news publications that they were going to sign this. Um, and what's the bill number you said? I think it's S eight six six or something. It is the restrict. It's it's a federal bill. So it's not has nothing to do with with you have no ability to legislate, vote, or anything. All you're doing is voicing your concerns or sharing this with other people. But it is basically like a digital version of the Patriot Act. Um, and you know, granted, we have you know you have leadership that cares about marginalized communities and and whatnot, right? But it's very well possible. You can get leadership that 
it feels the exact opposite. Yeah. And what if Trump gets reelected? What if you get a Ron DeSantis? What if you get somebody else? Yeah. Do you want that administration to determine what is threatening content on the internet? Yeah. I mean, like that bill is, it, it's fascist. So, yeah. Do you have a copy of it? I'm going to, I have, this is the only copy that I have. Oh, okay. I'm happy to give it to you though, if you want. I'll literally. I don't want to take your copy if you're going door to door. You're my last, you're my last person, oh, okay. James. I'll give it, I will give you this yeah, whole copy. I appreciate that. Here. Yeah, I would love to look at it and read the bill and. So there you go, yeah, a state you go. representative. You know, again, obviously he can't um, actually vote on the on the strict act, but you know, you can do this for your state bills. You can do this for national bills. But he didn't. You know, he hadn't even heard of it. It's, you know, state representative guy who votes on on bills in the Texas legislature never even heard of the restrict act. Didn't know what the uh, TikTok bill, you know, ban bill was. And uh, again, I just I really commend uh, Alex Stringer for taking time out of his own life to just go do this on his own. Accord and, you know, potentially change people's minds. And also, you know, he, you can see there, and like I, I have the feeling, Alex, <laughs> he so often sort of plays the part of a crazy liberal. You can almost hear that he like wants to go into that character and start making a joke out. But he, he, he refrains, he refrains, but he does, you know, sort of uh, couch the, the opposition to this in the language that the liberals would understand. You know, you don't want to give power to the government like this because what if Trump or DeSantis gets in power? Right, and maybe it'd actually be useful. But uh, however, he did it is extremely effective. And again, if we don't get involved, if regular people don't start taking action, all is lost. That's how it's done, folks. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner. With an image of President Trump, the shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024. It's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. I'm a humble person and I want to say that I'm just a man, but I'm not just a man. Just like you. No matter what color you are, whether you're a man or a woman, you were made by the creator of the universe who had a plan for you, who has a destiny for you. That's why the system hates you and fears you, and that's why they hate me. It's because the spirit I carry is one of justice and truth and courage and honor and will and love. My friends, the enemy's coming after me, not because I'm a loser, but because I'm a winner. They're coming after you, not because... You're a bad person because you're a good person, because you love God and God loves you. And so I signed up for this. I signed up for this fight. And I'm not a victim. I'm an overcomer. But I can't fight this fight without you. That's why I want you to always remember that I appreciate you and I thank you because InfoWars is your fight. InfoWars is your baby. It's a thing you built. We did this together. So God bless you all. Let's keep fighting. Listening to the American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All 
All right, folks, welcome back. This is the American Journal. We'll be joined in the third hour by Royce and Mersh, co-hosts of Revenge of the Sis on Rumble. Very excited to talk to, talk to them, get their nuanced and, and very serious perspective on everything we're about to cover here. I mean, Clown World doesn't even begin to describe what we're entering into. I guess I'm reminded of that classic phrase. Back in my day, men were real men, women were real women. Used to be a big joke, right? What do you mean they're real women? They're still real women. Well, not anymore. Not anymore, they're not. And, and again, it's just, it is truly, truly wild how rapidly and how far this phenomenon has, go- has gone. Pretty much nobody had even heard of this idea. And, and the idea itself is sort of vague and nebulous because you've got the transgenderism debate, right? Can men become women? Hmm, hmm, I don't know. I guess we'll debate that. And the answer is no. But then you've got drag queens, right, which aren't transgender because they know that they're men and they are men. They dress up as women for sexual purposes. Okay, they're, so they're not trans, but, but it gets grouped in together. And you've got the perversion of children roped into this, whether children can or should be able to consent to even seeing this stuff, let alone participating in it. And then on top of that, you've got the aspect of sports, trans sports. Should we allow men who say that they're women? And that really is the sort of best way to describe it. Because especially people like Leah Thomas, anatomically male, sexually attracted to women. The only thing about him that makes him a her is that he says it. So it's just, it's men who say that they're women, men who just lie about being women. Now, this has happened all throughout sport history. The 1930s Olympics had like scandals. You know, there's scandals in Olympics for, for all the time and in tennis as well, right? It'd be outrage and fury when some championship tennis player in the women's division turned out to be a man. Because the women, we've been robbed, right? All the glory, all of the reward, all of the prestige of being a first place championship sportswoman stolen from you by just a dude that probably wouldn't even, you know, place in the top 20 in the men's division. He moves over to the women's division and succeeds wildly. So lots of various angles on this. But this all somehow came to represent the latest and most vicious civil rights movement of all time. Which again, is just wild. It is completely insane. Because you look back at civil rights movements in America in the 60s, and I understand that you know, our view of history has been warped by the media in a lot of ways, and the way that we sort of idealize what the 60s was like now is, is not exactly perfectly representative of how it was. But it's like civil rights then was like, you, you have to use the back door if you're black. If you were born as a black man through no fault of your own, you can't go to school and, and it's going to be real hard to vote without getting your butt kicked by the KKK. And you know, so you don't, have, you don't have a right to say in the governance of your country and you don't have a right to enjoy the same facilities that your fellow white citizens do. And you got to act like a, like a servant or a dog and go through the back door and not be allowed to sit at the same table as your white betters, right? It's just like, 
you look back at that and you go, yeah, okay, I get it. I get it. Yeah, that was bad. Like that needed to change. And the tactics that actually brought about change were peaceful, reasonable. I mean, not totally, right? You were just seeing videos, guys marching in military uniform, you know, Black Panthers with guns taking over state houses. And, you know, some of the peaceful marches maybe were more like BLM style peaceful than, you know, what the, the movies now show. I get it. There's nuance. But still, the story that we tell is that, you know, what succeeded in this was was peaceful resistance because their cause was just their you know, purpose was right. And by simply appealing to the better nature of white Americans, they were able to bring about a change. Cut to, you know, 50, 60 years later, and you have basically a, a class of people that didn't exist when I was growing up, a class of people that were so vanishingly small, they were just, nobody, nobody cared or knew or whatever. And they're just like, committing terrorist attacks egged on by the media egged on by the politicians encouraged in all of this to have the right to what exactly to castrate and chemically destroy children it's so wild it's so wild civil rights back then i would like to be able to sit at a at, in a diner and eat food like a human being please cut to 50 years later you are going to let us castrate your child or the state is going to take your child away i mean it's just it's so far beyond anything you could possibly imagine and i've even gotten into the headlines from today but these are all from today these are all from the last 24 hours folks okay the biden education department just dropped a new title nine rules that bar schools that receive federal funding from enforcing policies that ban biological males from playing girls' sports. So the whole point of Title IX existing was to set up a separate infrastructure of female sports so that they could have the same opportunity for athletic accomplishment as the boys. And now the new change to Title IX is destroying the entire purpose of Title IX. They're now saying you cannot separate biological girls from boys. So why do we even have Title IX? Why not just have one set of sports and girls can just go to home ec? <laughs> what? This is, it's crazy. It's absolutely insane, but that's how it is. Uh, from InfoWars, White House backs rule making it illegal to categorically ban trans athletes from sports. Translation here, White House backs rule making it illegal to categorically ban men from women's sports. Got it. I mean, it could go the other way. Because it always can. You know, there's no rule in the NFL against women playing in the NFL. They just don't want to see any dead women on the field. So it usually doesn't happen that way. There's no rule on the uh, NBA to not let women play professional basketball. If they can and have the ability and want to, they could play professional basketball. But they don't. So it's not the other way. It's not the other way around. It's only one direction. So they've now passed a law basically destroying women's sports completely. The Department of Education said it would establish that policies violate Title IX when they categorically ban transgender students from participating on sports teams consistent with their gender identity just because of who they are. Okay, what? Just because of who they are? That's the point of Title IX. Title IX was an expansion of the athletics program to 
specifically because of who the athletes were, women. Okay, but not, not anymore. Okay, the way the New York Times reports this is Biden plan allows limits on trans athletes participation in school sports. So they're literally saying that there are still limits. You know, they're saying it's, it's not far enough. They're saying it can still you can still ban trans. You just can't do it as a category. And that's not good enough for the absolute civilizational arsonist at the New York Times. The Biden administration proposed a rule change on Thursday that would allow schools to block some transgender athletes from competing on sports teams that match their gender identities. But the proposal would also prevent schools from enacting across the board bans. Again, reporting on the same rule, the same rule change, completely different reading, completely different. You know, uh, since that you get at the end of these one is like, yeah, they're, they're stopping school districts from just categorically saying you have to be a woman to compete on women's teams. New York Times, the way you read it is like they they allow people to violate the rights of transgender people just because of who they are because of hate. So, again, just even figuring out how to wrap your head around this is like a full time job. Regular people, I'm sure, just walk away from this thinking that the Biden administration now is anti-trans and has to be you know, pushed even further down the line. Supreme Court denies West Virginia's request to enforce anti-trans sports ban against cross-country and track athletes. So our, our wonderful, very conservative 6-3 Supreme Court has intervened and denied West Virginia's request to let it fully enforce a state law that bans transgender women, a.k.a. men, and girls, a.k.a. boys, from participating on public school sports team consistent with their gender identity. Again, it's all about language, right? This is all rhetoric. We're just, we're in a cage of rhetoric. We're in a cage of vocabulary. If you just replace these words with the normal words that don't take into account the particular mental illness of the people involved, it just becomes the Supreme Court denied West Virginia's request to let it fully enforce a state law that bans men and boys from participating on school sports team for women. Okay, that's what? The Supreme Court now stepped in, and, and that's what they've decided. Meanwhile, transgender female golfer Brianna Gill wins women's tournament in Australia. Sorry, I'm sorry, ladies. I'm sorry, women. You had a good run with sports, but that's over now. I've got some good news. Our high-quality supplements really work, and we have about an 80% reorder rate with customers. That's the good news. They're amazing. The bad news is around 1% or a little less of our actual viewers and listeners ever go to InfoWarsStore.com and ever actually buy the products. So you're missing out on these products, plus it funds the InfoWar. Think of what we've done with just 1% of our massive audience actually buying products. Think what would happen if those of you on the fence actually went to InfoWarsStore.com and got some of these amazing products. I would recommend Turmeric 95 for your joints, your bones, inflammation to get one of the biggest effects so you reorder it and see how great it is. Also, we've got the super high quality full spectrum CBD oil that's so good for your neurological systems, your brain, your joints, your bones as well. Or Real Red Pill Plus. Just go try the product, fund the InfoWar, and help us defeat the new order together. InfoWarStore.com Putting the power of conversation into the caller's hands. You're listening to The American Journal with your host, Harrison Smith. Welcome back, folks. Remember, you remember last week, remember one week ago, six days ago, 
It was a trans... Well, no, wait. I'm sorry. Six days ago was the the Transgender Day of Vengeance. Sorry. Sorry, it was the widespread, uh, massively publicized uh, terrorist campaign by the the transgender insurgency in this country. I was was confused. Because there's also the Transgender Visibility Day that the White House announced immediately following the massacre of Christian children by a, a transgender extremist. Sorry, I get confused with all of the... With just how visible transgender people are. Like, this is the craziest, craziest thing. It is the craziest thing. It is a complete disconnect with reality itself. And it's, it's wild. And there is no way to be, like, nice about this. And we shouldn't be nice about this anymore. Right? And again, it's like, you're making us do this. You people are forcing us to just, like, take a hard line. Because in a, in a reasonable society... You should be able to go, look, you know, do whatever you want, be whoever you want, just, you know, and, and, the, and the people should know, like, they should have enough honor or or just just care for their fellow human beings to go, you know, look, I'm a man, I'm, I'm naturally more physically capable, <clears throat> excuse me, capable than women, like, it's just a matter of genetics, as a matter of nature, it's not demeaning women in any way, like, you know, think of the... Sh- Thickness of bones, like it, it's it's your every cell is different. You know, people like Leah Thomas should go look. If I want to, I can live as a woman. I can be a woman. I can wear a dress. I can whatever. But you know, when it's time to compete on the sports field or in the racing pool, I you know I'm going to compete with the men. Unfortunately, when they do that, they end up like 75th place, and that's they don't win. So then they they just say they're women. They don't do anything about it. He's not on hormones. He's not. He didn't castrate himself. He's in no way whatsoever a woman at all, even a little bit, except that he says he is. So then he gets first place and smashes records and denies the actual women their due reward for the unbelievable dedication, talent, skill, uh, discipline that it takes to be an elite athlete at the college level. They don't get to enjoy those rewards anymore. Those are enjoyed enjoyed by a, a lackluster man swimmer. And they're everywhere, and it's like we're going to spend we're going to spend another segment on this after this one talking about the trans terrorism. That's just how visible these people are. Less than half a percent of the population, and yet multiple headlines every single day about their particular mental illness. It's wild beyond belief. It's funny they don't even want you calling it a, a mental illness, but it still is a mental illness. It still is categorized as a mental illness. Because they still need to justify medical intervention to, to fix your body, to fix reality, to match your delusion. Incredibly, incredibly inexplicable. So let's just, we're, we're going to continue here with the, the sports aspect of it before we move on to just the open terrorism that's being encouraged, fostered, made excuses for by the authorities. Transgender student-athlete ban on the books in Kansas following three years of GOP campaigning took three years to just be like women's sports should be for women like the fact that we even have to talk about this like, I'm, I'm sick of talking about it I don't know what we need to do but clearly trying to be reasonable and thoughtful and caring with these people is not working so we got to try different tactics now and I hate that I'm, I'm very sad that that's the case but it is the case people like Leah Thomas should have the respect for their fellow human beings to not you know do things like compete against women 
in the racing pool, but he does. So you know, now we have to do something. And I originally saw this uh, story posted with people being like, "They're gonna, they're gonna implement genital checks to make sure that the women are really women." It's just like, yeah. Do you see what you people force on the society? If you people were trying to unfairly insinuate yourself into women's sports, none of this would be necessary. None of this, none of this law. And how much, how much time, how many laws have we dedicated to this? Ma- You're listening to the American Journal with your host Harrison Smith. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are still talking about the trannies. No, no, I'm sorry, they're not... I guess they are transgender, cross-dresser, I I don't know, drag queens. I mean, it's all... It's all actually very different. It's not all the same. It's all different. You know, some of them are... No, it's all the same. No, it's all the same. They're all just, just mentally ill. Some of them are exploiting that mental illness to gain unearned praise and, and recognition on the sports field. Some of them are trying to foster and encourage and plant that mental illness into children. Some are making just heaps of money out of the ex- exploitation of this mental illness to provide medical intervention that guarantees they will be reliant on big pharma products for the rest of their lives. The only people not benefiting from this are the actual men and women that just want to get on with our lives and not have to deal with this crap. And we'll move on in a second. But we've been talking about sports. We've been talking about you know transgender sports. Of course, one of the videos that's been going viral recently is the UFC fight between Fallon Fox, a transgender woman, a.k.a. a man, Fracturing a woman's skull during a fight. So, I mean, it's even beyond, you know. Again, it's like, what do you say about, what are you supposed to say about this? And you've got young people being like, trans rights are human rights. It's like, you don't have a human right as a man to crack a woman's skull. Are you insane? The answer is yes. But come on, like, what the hell is going on here? You do not have a right as a man to deny first place to women in every tournament that you compete in. That's just, that's just a matter of fact. Here, there's the video. Knee to the head. Woman goes down. Cracked skull. Apparently, this is the second time it's happened. You know, it's also hard to even get a read on exactly what's going on here because the media is so you know, resolutely dishonest about what exactly is happening. You like can never actually get a, a straight answer on what's going on. So I'm like trying to figure out even like, did this happen again? I remember it happened back in like 2020. Fallon Fox cracked a, a woman's skull in the octagon. But I mean, I think it happened again. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I just don't know what we do here because we just have mentally ill, psychotic men competing against women and sometimes beating them into comas and and we're supposed to celebrate this as a human right. So 
I just don't know. Completely insane. But that's just in the sports side. Let's get into the terrorism side, shall we? Transgender man who attacked Billboard Chris, identified as Brooklyn Kelly, says he's under attack and hormones are making his mental state worse. This is from tbdailynews.com. And of course, Billboard Chris was the protester who, a counter-protester who showed up to the Trans Day of Vengeance, uh, just wearing a sign, politely standing around and expressing his dissent at the sheer, utter madness of transgenderism. And he was viciously assaulted by a man wearing a dress while police stood back and watched. And then when he asked about it, they laughed and said it was his fault for showing up. It was his fault for inciting the violence against him by disagreeing with the mentally ill man in a dress. Officer Buckman, is, uh, 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 with at least 30 other officers, stood by and did nothing as Chris was attacked and then refused to make any arrests. Although we identified the cop, we never identified the man who screamed F you dozens of times directly in Chris's face before assaulting him. Now we have a man in his 40s who's been taking hormones for one year, which means to him he's a woman now. Appears to be an Ohio State graduate now living in British Columbia. TikTok account where he posts videos about his recent journey into becoming a woman. Explains how he's born biologically male, but chooses to express himself in heteronormative female way. It's just, okay, well, then, you know, maybe, maybe we just need to institutionalize these people. I mean, for their own good, like you, you don't let, you don't let mentally retarded people just, just out walking around, right? It's, it's not safe for them or, or, or anybody. It's like for their own benefit, these people need to be seriously curtailed in their actions. Meanwhile, Oh, yeah. Well, okay. We'll hear we'll hear what the uh, White House has to say about this in just a second. But we have more potential transgender shooters. Of course, last week, a transgender extremist mentally ill from, you know, pharmaceutical hormones and wanting vengeance against the Christians that tried to set her right, went into a Christian school and murdered three children and three adults. Of course, the, the reaction. Of, Sorry, the lack of parenting. Yeah, I mean, it is a lack of parenting. Maybe we'll get into that. But anyway, there was a, a, the trans terror attack last week. Of course, the response to that was Madonna announced a charity concert in Nashville for the trans community. Right, the community from which the mass murderer came. The White House put out statements in support of the transgender community, never once mentioned the Christian children that were murdered by the trans person. Corporations launched all new ad campaigns featuring transgender people in the wake of this. I mean, every signal, every you know push from the media or corporations or politicians is like inspiring more of this, telling them that they're right, telling them they're being genocided. You have a trans person murdering children, and the response from the establishment is to say transgender people are being genocided, encouraging the paranoid violence of an already deeply unsettled population. 
And now we have another one. Trans male arrested for planning Colorado school shooting had anti-Trump manifesto. A trans-identified male who goes by Lily, although his given name is William Whitworth, was arrested and charged after a police investigation in Colorado Springs revealed the 19-year-old was responsible for threats involving schools in Colorado Springs Academy District 20. Whitworth faces charges of attempted murder after allegedly making threats against schools in Colorado Springs, Colorado. The Elbert County Sheriff's Office charged Whitworth with two counts of criminal attempt to commit murder in the first degree criminal mischief, menacing interference with staff, faculty, and students of educational institutions. Whitworth was an alum of the school district and attended from 2014 to 16. He attended the Timberview Middle School District 20. An affidavit showed that this was the school Whitworth planned to target for, quote, no specific reason. Well, I can think of one. I can think of one specific reason. He's mentally ill. Whitworth's manifesto had a list of school uh, shooters with notes next to their name. Eric Dillon, Adam Lanza, Israel Keys, Lauren, Lauren Southern. What? Vouch terrorist? She calls Okay. Yeah, great. Wonderful. So there you go. Plan, uh, a trans person planning yet another mass shooting, just like the other one in Colorado Springs, just like the one in Nashville. Riley Gaines was an NCAA swimmer was giving a speech at San Francisco State University expressing how she, as an elite athlete, did not want herself or others to have to compete against males who were pretending to be women. And she was assaulted and had to be barricaded in a room for three hours while the rioting psychopaths stood outside waiting waiting for her to come out to beat her again. And we video of it, we can play the B-roll here, clip 11. Riley Gaines posted this saying the prisoners are running the asylum at SFSU. And she's like qu- quickly whisked away. Which again, you know, it's just like, just like any time the leftists just invoke their heckler's veto. Anytime they just get together in a mob and impose their will on the society at large. The police, for some godforsaken reason, for some reason I cannot wrap my mind around, no matter how hard I try, they just let them do it. It's the, it's the craziest thing in the entire world. You have a left-wing speaker and, you know, three, uh, uh, you know, right-wing people show up to counter-protest. Police will just, like, arrest them. The left-wing will beat them. The police just stand there like, it's your fault for, for showing up. Uh, meanwhile, just mobs of leftists just, like, calling for somebody's blood. And the police just, like, per- like hide that person in a closet. And are just like, we have to let them threaten you. There is a war on for your mind. Your mind is a battlefield. This is an information war. Infowars popularized those terms more than two decades ago. And today, whether it's Donald Trump or Governor DeSantis or Dr. Robert Malone, they're all using the terms that Infowars has popularized because we understand the enemy's operations and we know how to beat them. But we can't do it without funding. And we make it easy to fund with great products that empower you and your immune system and your family as well. You can also make straight donations at InfoWarsStore.com, clicking on the big red banner, a one-time or recurring. But I'm asking you to take action. We're nonviolent. But every time you donate money, every time you buy products, every time you keep us on air, you are literally, nonviolently, politically, punching the new world order in the nose. Punching their lies in the nose. We are going to defeat the new world order. We're going over the top. But right now is a critical juncture. So please go to InfoWarsStore.com and donate now. Donate now. The eugenicists over 100 years ago were very public about their plans. They financed major universities. They ran full-page stories and 
advertisements pushing their propaganda in the New York Times, other major newspapers, that the family as we know it is a bad thing and must be ended. And the first step in that is getting women out of the household and teaching women that cooking dinner and taking care of your sons and daughters and husbands is a bad thing. And I was just sitting here tonight making dinner for my daughter, my four and a half year old daughter. My wife makes dinner a lot of times, but I like to make it as well. I love to make breakfast. And literally, it's the funnest thing on earth to make food for your family and be nurturative and then all sit down together and have that communal event. And that's what the system is attacking and bombarding, is our normal biological actions are coming together. They really are sick, evil, scientific cult of filth that want to domesticate us and turn us into lab rats. We cannot let this continue. You're listening to The American Journal. Watch it live right now at band.video. All right, folks, we're going to move on because we have to. We have to move on. There's so much other stuff to talk about. You can just go on and on just because of the sheer madness of the transgender phenomenon that we're experiencing right now. It's unbelievably wild. I think one of the things that sort of draws a lot of these together is, let's put it this way. You can, you can imagine if you're like walking down the street one day, just walking down your neighborhood, suddenly a white van pulls up next to you, guy jumps out, throws a cloth bag over your head, bundles you into the van, you, you know, the bag's finally taken off and you're chained in the basement somewhere. You're sort of allowed to do anything to try to get out, right? If you need to try to kill the guy to escape, that's your human right. If you need to lie and trick the guy, you know, you know, act like you're you're on his side, and so maybe maybe at some point he's like, you have to, you know, I'll let you go to the store, but you have to come back, and you say, yes, I promise to come back. Like it's kind of okay to lie in that situation. It's okay to lie. It's okay to to stab him or fight him or shoot him or bite his jug like you can do anything anything's allowed at that point because you've been put in a situation where you are under threat you are being confined against your will like you're the victim there you can do anything you want to get out and no one's going to blame you and so they've convinced people in america that they're in that position that they're in this position where everything is justified where anything they want to do is justified because, well, they're in a fascist state because, because the Republicans are fascists and they're stopping a, a genocide. They're victims of this terror. So, you know, if they have to lie, if they have to manipulate, if they have to deceive or, or commit violence, it's all justified because they've been told that they're a victim of, of a much more you know, powerful force. So this has to do with like the disconnect to reality itself because they're not victims. Like trans people have every right every other human being has. Every one of them. Every one of them. No man has a right to compete on women's sports teams. That's not whether you're a trans or not. It's just how it is. So there's no, like they want special rights. They want extra rights. They, they aren't being denied any rights. They aren't being genocided. They aren't being targeted. They aren't victims of violence at any greater rate than any other type of person in America they're not and if they were in tune with and connected to reality they would recognize that and they wouldn't have to worry about it but they're not as a 
as a matter of, of you know, it's like, it's like the foundation of their identity is a disconnect from reality. So if you can disconnect people from reality, they look around, they have all the rights in the world, they're, they're completely free, but you tell them, no, you're under attack. No, you're viciously under attack and there's a genocide against you. Then you can encourage them to do all sorts of things that they wouldn't find moral, moral or ethical or justifiable otherwise. Now they're willing to do absolutely anything. And again, I'm not even talking about transgender people at this point. I'm talking about leftists in general. In this case, Florida activist Rebecca Jones. She claims Governor DeSantis ordered kidnapping of her son when in reality he was arrested on suspicion of planning a mass shooting. And again, you you have to sort of wonder, did she think people were going to believe this? And then the answer is, yeah, people do because they, they have no idea what's going on in the world and because they have a preconceived notion, a falsely implanted lie about what the right wing is, that they're primed to believe falsehoods. And even if you can show with beyond any doubt whatsoever that what they believe is wrong, it doesn't matter to them. They believe that Ron DeSantis is a fascist tyrant. And so if they have somebody making a claim that, boosts and and supports that claim then they'll believe it and even if you're like no no this is totally wrong this is totally false i was totally made up it doesn't matter to them because their assumption about ron DeSantis is not based on evidence so evidence isn't going to dissuade them of it in the reverse you see what i'm saying they don't have any evidence that ron DeSantis is a tyrant so if you can provide evidence that he's not it doesn't matter to them and I, I first saw like I first saw this story not as a not as like um not not being reported on like this. This is a story from um, Post Millennial where they say Florida activist Rebecca Jones claims Ron DeSantis. I just saw the Twitter account. I saw the Twitter post from Rebecca Jones, and it was it's just like alarm bell should go off in your head. She says this. Oh, by the way, Rebecca Jones this is the woman that basically leaked COVID information about Ron DeSantis or about COVID in Florida in in an attempt to show that Ron DeSantis was lying about something, but then she got charged with a felony for it. And they, and so this whole time she's been playing the victim, the whole time she's been on the attack, the whole time she's been lying and leaking false information and like violating cybersecurity laws to like spread classified information in a way that's dishonest. And, and then the police have to like respond to her. And then she films the police coming in and it's like, Ron DeSantis is sending police to kick down my door. And it's like, well, cause you're a criminal, you freaking you insane person. Like wh- why she's still free is sort of strange. Cause now like you see why you don't let people like this be free. They cause more problems. Like you need to cut this off. You need to nip this in the bud. But again, I just went on Twitter and saw this woman, Rebecca Jones, couldn't remember her name, didn't remember who she was, but she's, but I just read this tweet that's like, my family is not safe. My son has been taken on the governor's orders, and I've had to send my husband and daughter out of state for their safety. This is the reality of living in DeSantis's Florida. There is no freedom here, only retaliatory rule by a fascist who wishes to be king. And of course, my first response is just like, <laughs> No, 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 this didn't happen. But then I, I sort of stepped back. I sort of thought, okay, well, hold on. Well, hold on here. If this is true, this is crazy. If this is true, this is something I'm, I'm on her side about. If Ron DeSantis really is using, you know, some vague reading of the law to kidnap a child, to, to punish a 13-year-old kid, 
yeah, I better get to the bottom. I don't want to have a knee-jerk reaction to this and end up supporting that type of totalitarianism. That's not right. But of course, it took about literally five seconds to be like, oh, no, I was right in the first time. This is completely baseless, complete nonsense, utter and total crap. So let's just scroll down here because uh, this, is, this is her her Twitter thread. If we can scroll down on the uh, Rebecca Jones uh, Twitter thread here, she says, A week after we filed our lawsuit against the state, a kid claiming to be the cousin of one of my son's classmates joined their Snapchat group. They recorded their conversation and anonymously reported my son to police for sharing a popular internet meme. Scroll down. They said they had to complete a threat assessment since they received an anonymous complaint, which both the local and uh, the schools, local cops and the school signed off on as not being a threat. The kids were joking about cops and video games, which included this meme. She shows a meme, cops in their car waiting for the school shooter to kill himself so they can go in. And again, you know, just like the media, just like we, we talk about the media, the leftists understand how to tell the truth, believe you believing a lie. Was that meme shared in the group chat? Probably it was. Was that meme the reason that they arrested the kid? No, it wasn't. But she didn't say that they arrested him over the meme. She said a group chat that included this meme. And then she shows the meme. Just a subtle but blatant dishonesty. She goes on two weeks later, bringing us to earlier today. An officer told me the state issued a warrant for my son's arrest for digital threats of terrorism. I asked on whose orders. The officer said it was the state. They aren't letting him come home tonight. They kidnapped my son. They kidnapped my son. Yeah, we'll show you the reality on the other side. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139. InfoWars.com is tomorrow's news today. Watching the American Journal with your host Harrison Smith. All right, folks. Again, we just have we have so much to talk about. It is absolute it is absolute madness on a scale that nobody could have seen coming, except for us, of course. Except for us, because we told you this was coming. Actually, oh right, we did. We totally did. We knew this was coming because it's been obvious for a very long time now that the purpose of so much of what we see taking place around the world is is specifically designed as a psychological operation to utterly and totally disconnect humanity from reality to make them more manipulatable, more exploitable, more just frenzied and schizophrenic and, and outside of the bounds of nature and God and all that is real and good and just and fair. Just put them in a state of interminable turmoil 
and bend them to your will. It's, I mean, this is the outcome, right? So far, most of the InfoWars existence has been dedicated to exposing what was coming. Now we're here. Now we're here and we're seeing the, it all come to fruition. I was talking to a family friend yesterday about, um, and I don't, don't want to get any per- personal details, but her daughter's a, a freshman in college and just like very smart, very athletic girl, very personable. Like growing up, she was just like, she was like the star, right? She was just a little kid that was like center of attention all the time and just flourished in it. Really, the sky was the limit for this girl. But from when she was a sophomore to when she was a senior in high school, she was locked alone in her room because of COVID. Do you have any idea the level of mental destruction that that has wrought on every single kid in this country? And the people who did it to them have gone unpunished. And I don't get how the parents are okay with this. Like, I don't understand how you let your kid be locked in their room for three years of their primary development to the extent that they can't, they can't function in the real world. Still to this day, they, you know, you, you can't undo that type of thing. Not in, not in a year, not in two years, maybe not in 10 years. We don't know if they'll ever get back to some semblance of, of normalcy. But that was just like the, that was the, that was the, cherry on top that was the big push you know that was the that was the final shove over the edge of the cliff they've been shoving us towards the cliff for a while COVID-19 was the final 300 style kick in the chest sending civilization over the cliff once and for all just madness 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 and that and that it's it's a societal madness that allows people to to do things like this to think they're going to get away with it and maybe to get away with it so again we return to Old Rebecca Jones, who has a history of lying and, and deceiving and making things up in order to try to portray Ron DeSantis as a fascist, because again, they have the fantasy of Ron DeSantis as a fascist or a fantasy of Donald Trump as a criminal, and they tirelessly work behind the scenes to fabricate evidence for the unreality that they so firmly believe. And again, if it like the most upsetting thing is not that you have this insane idiot saying this stuff. It's that somehow it has 115,000 likes. It's that somehow the American people don't have the ability to see what's going on here, read it with no other context, and just immediately go, this is complete and total crap. It's got to be bull crap, right? Yes, it is. My family's not safe. Uh, they, they, he shared a meme, and, and then Ron DeSantis sent his foot soldiers i had to get my husband and daughter out of here because cps now interprets my home as dangerous because they've charged my 13 year old son with a felony for sharing a meme just total lie lie upon lie upon lie i'm not a fan of like disinformation laws but if we're gonna have them i have a i have number one gulag participant the reality is this. Rebecca Jones's son arrested in Florida after allegedly threatening to shoot up school and stab students. He was threatened with or he was charged with digital threats of terrorism after he made repeated threats of violence to multiple students and friends online and in person. So this woman, this psychopath woman, 
likely because of her psychopathy, because of her readily apparent mental illness, has a son that is going to go shoot up a school. Instead of having just a modicum of like humility and being like, oh my God, my, my son is, was going to go shoot up a school. Like, all right, we need to, let's just, we'll handle this as a family. We'll keep this quiet. No, she wants to actually exploit this now. She wants to exploit this now for her political ends. Honestly, I feel bad for her son. Investigators interviewed multiple students who spoke with the teenager as well as those who saw messages he posted on social media. In the messages to his friends, the teenager made the following statements, among others. I want to shoot up the school. If I get a gun, I'm going to shoot up HNMS, the name of the school. Lol. I'm getting a wrath and natural selection shirt, so maybe, but I don't think many people know what the Columbine shooters looked like. So we wanted to be like the Columbine shooters. Okay, so it's been three to four weeks since I got my new antidepressants, and they aren't working, but they're supposed to by now, so I have no hope in getting better, so why not kill the losers at school? I mean, could you ever imagine a more a more emblematic story, a story more indicative of the modern age as this creepy wine mom, social justice, leftist, activist terrorist leaker media darling and her son who's probably like munchausen by proxy like mental illness antidepressant murder spree i mean it's all here it's all here the antidepressant murder spree the social media aspect the fact that the mother is then trying to exploit it to go against ron DeSantis, and again it's like she knows she's not going to get away with this she know nobody's going to believe her. So like, what, what goes on in your mind to go this, this tragic and sort of horrifying personal family experience, I'm going to broadcast it to the world in an utterly dishonest way in an attempt to fabricate points against Ron DeSantis? What? What? Andy No's take on this is uh, a loony Florida leftist activist went ultra viral for posting false claims about her son being kidnapped based on orders by Governor Ron DeSantis. Her tweets promote a GoFundMe. Leftist influencers like serial hoaxer Alejandro Caraballo uh, spread Rebecca Jones's lies. She turned in her son to the Santa Rosa Sheriff's Office after he was wanted for allegedly making terroristic threats to shoot up a school and stab students. And again, she's like, there's no freedom here retaliatory rule by a fascist who wishes to be king lady get your house in order try to get your homicidal sr ssri destroyed son some help that he needs you absolute monster these absolute monsters and the funniest thing is they're like uh you know somebody responds like oh my god rebecca i'm so sorry you're dealing with this you're so brave and strong we love you and she's like it was too late. I should have gotten out earlier. I should have escaped earlier. They kidnapped my son. They took Jack. They took my son. I should have left too long. We waited too long. Oh, so dramatic. So dramatic. She dropped her son off at the police department. They kidnapped her. I took them to the police station. And I think that's them kidnapping him. And again, she's never going to get away. Everybody knows what's going on. So like, uh, but I guess they just, I guess they're just that confident in the total, like that the left both does not know and legitimately does not care about what reality is. 
115,000 people liked this series of tweets. 115,000 Twitter users, mostly American, read this. First of all, didn't have the wherewithal to just see on its face it was absurd and reject it outright because they've are, they're already in the false reality. They're already deeply behind enemy lines. Like They're, they're deeply in the, the swamp of madness, so they can't even recognize blatant absurdities when they're in their face. But they certainly don't do any research. And even if they did, even if someone said, look, he was making terroristic threats and she turned him in, they don't care. They still think Ron DeSantis is a fascist. It was never based on evidence in the first place. I have been in a 28-year marathon battle with a globalist. I have come from nowhere to the very heights of politics, not just in America, but in the world. We are engaging the globalists at point blank range in the information war. But I don't deserve the credit. Yes, I've persevered. But the listeners and viewers who support InfoWars are the real reason we've had the success. We're having now the greatest victories in the fight against the new order we've ever had. We are now entering the final mile of the marathon. And that's why today it's more important than ever to realize how important you've been in this fight and to continue in the efforts you've been carrying out and to intensify them. God bless you all. I salute you. I thank you. And I beg you to intensify what you're doing now because we are over the target and this grief is happening. The fight is my fight. It's your fight. It's our fight. God bless you all. They decided to not perp walking, not put him in handcuffs, not do a mugshot because they knew that that would help Trump. Didn't they know this would backfire? We were waiting for the mugshot. We learned today they wouldn't have it, so we've made our own. And it says political prisoner with an image of President Trump. The shirt is being printed now in Texas. It'll be shipping out to you in one week. Political prisoner with Trump on the front there in a mugshot jail background. It's a fundraiser shirt. It says Infowars.com on the back of the shirt. We also have Alex Jones for president. No, I'm not running for president. It's a really nice navy blue, high quality shirt, red, white, and blue. Alex Jones for president. 2024, it's a fun conversational piece and a limited edition shirt. Great way to fund the operation. So get your Alex Jones for President and Trump mugshot shirts at InfoWarsStore.com or by calling toll-free 888-253-3139.